excited to be joined by a person I've been following for a very long time, uh, Mr. Toma Fujita. Welcome to the Limelight. How are you doing, sir? Hey, welcome, brother. I'm so good. I'm so good. And thank you so much. And you pronounce my, my my name perfectly. <laughs> oh, that doesn't happen often. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually people introduce me, and sometimes like you know, not quite right on my last name or something like that. But anyway, you did a great job. It doesn't look that complicated on the surface, but I, I kind of relate because my name is the same way. Everybody immediately goes to Kelly. It's actually Keely. So, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we really appreciate you being very professional because, like, it. I'm not like saying this just because, but on a serious note, like you have been the most professional to communicate with through email and even through a. Skype oh really? Chat. Yeah, like oh, you're thanks. you're on the ball, Tomo. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so well, we appreciate I that. I think I think this part of it is because I love music, I love people, but I love I love business too. You know, business means like you know everything has to be on time. You have to ask every questions, right? I ask a lot of questions, right? right. And I have to know just because if I don't ask questions. <laughs> we never know what's gonna happen. Then, then, then later, if I complain, then my fault because I didn't ask. You know, so that's why always I say, what, "What's going on?" You know, <laughs> yeah. That's so pr- great here. So yeah. pretty much right off the bat, I, I think the first thing I'd love to talk to you about is mm. obviously nobody, nobody in a million years thought. Well, maybe in a million years, but nobody really thought that this whole COVID situation would last. What's now going to be a year? Right. So. From the perspective of you, I started following you a couple years ago when I started to really get into guitar and tried mm-hmm. to learn the theory behind everything. You were one of the forefront instructors on the internet. So, so I was kind of introduced to you by YouTube just by, you know, the algorithm yes. showing up. Um, yeah. So if you look at how a company like Fender, Fender has had their best numbers in years and all time, I think. Would you say the same for you and how teaching has been with people wanting to learn their guitar with the amount of downtime they have? Yeah, right. You know, actually, for my, my myself about teaching, the teaching through Skype, and you know, I teach guitar wisdom since 2020, like March, right? After that, I was really worried what's gonna happen. But then every month, my numbers goes up. <laughs> and kind of a weird to tell people. Everybody say, "What are you doing? I'm I'm just working my business." And how, how's everything? I'm, it's good. So I can complain. And also, I already prepared. See, I have been teaching Berkeley 20, 28 years. So I made yeah. a reputation in my name. But also, I have been doing like, you know, Skype lesson for a while with mm-hmm. a lot of people. Then about a year ago, you know, 2019, I, I made my online business called Guitar Wisdom. The reason is, I was teaching so many students. One point, my wife said, "You can't do this all the time. You cannot <laughs> do this all the time because it means a lot of students to teach. You only one. You will really, you know, work with all worldwide, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the good things. More and more you do. Sometimes you have to kind of, uh, you know, think about the ahead of the time. So, my wife told me that. And then three years ago at the Nam show. I met my former student's name, Tyler Lawson. Mm. Music is win. Music is win. Yeah. And he said, um, three years ago, okay, he, he said, I'm doing, um, yeah, online lesson. Of course, my myself, old guy, old school. Oh, great. <laughs> you do online lesson. That's great. I still love teaching, you know, individually, old school. But then 
I switched that my, my, my mind with a lot of people talking, you know. So that really saved me from this, this situation. Because if I were, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like if I were yeah. like, you know, stubborn and say, oh, I have to do, you know, one-to-one. I don't like those uh, cheap stuff, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. say. You know, I thought one time, but then, wait a minute. I teach all the time, so why not make really great quality video? Each topic really slow. In each video, I can talk only one subject, you know. So then I've been doing that. Uh, yeah, that really helped me. Yeah, it's That's a lot great. of things, but yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations <laughs> on the success. Thank you. Thanks so much. George, I know you've been teaching. Uh, so, I mean, do you have any like kind of insight on how teaching has been for you with the percussion side of things? I know you're not a guitar player, so. I know doing it in person for me, uh, I mean, it's great when you can pick up on the students' uh, mannerisms or what they actually want to learn per se for the genre or for um, or for what they are really interesting in general. Um, I know, and for me personally, I know you have a uh, master class basically it seems like from guitar wisdom um and my situation is like i know like once i get to an intermediate level i would let them go to the professionals but i think mm. uh tomo's not gonna have a problem with that i think uh we go from beginner, <laughs> beginner to master on these on these on these classes um and you said you started doing this a year ago i mean it seems like there's yes, just yes. so uh, many you know 2000 yeah 2019 we start, you know, I started, you know, but also this, this business with my brother-in-law, who is um, my, my wife is a brother and his name is George. No <laughs> way. Oh, yeah, it's George, a good name. Yeah. Not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, George is smart guy. He's yeah. a very smart guy. <laughs> smart guy. George is a smart guy. A lot of, Don't build yeah, his George ego up too name. much. <laughs> yeah. And so a George does make a video and business parts. He's taken of it. And I come up with a curriculum and you know lesson and um and and the first thing i decide to do is i try to do something different so you normally guitar sites always say oh we have a tablature we have a pdf that's the kind of yeah. key to people bring you i don't have any tablature i don't have any pdf mm-hmm. so everything in the video i explain that's what you know exactly you're interested in because i teach theory but very musical yeah. way not the theory like a mathematic you know so theory is already done somebody yeah kind of made up but then difficult to explain that with regular you know um, concept because easy to just say what it is but then that's too stiff to understand and yeah. no- nothing you can apply to music that's the problem you know and um, theory normally written for piano or uh, classical music, you know, beginning, then that turned into jazz. And so (laughs) to understand pop music, you have to understand theory a little bit more like, you know, light way, not heavy way, you know. So that's why I made a 25 theory lessons over six hours. So this way, all beginners understand my concept of a theory. That's why I think guitar wisdom is now you know, doing great just because everything we make a mistake and we don't know things. Even yeah. even beginning about guitar wisdom, I, mm-hmm. I thought most of people are my fans. So I made a lot of blues lessons, jazz lessons, yeah. funk lessons. This is the problem. People say it's a little too hard. 
Oh, too hard. Okay. Okay. Then um then I start making a little bit more simple lesson. Then other group of people say, This is way too easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You can't Somebody says it's too that. hard. And next group of people, this is way too easy. I expect more harder one. Yeah. Then I start making a little harder one. And then it, and then now people say, I'm beginner. Can I join? Oh, wait a minute. Right. I teach Berkeley at College of Music, but I have to teach everybody. I have to take over everybody. Mm -hmm. So I said, George, I think I have to make all beginners, you know, series. Oh, okay. Then we start making beginners. So then that way, beginner people start not saying like you know, too hard, mm -hmm. right? And then here and there, I make a funk lesson, slap guitar, jazz guitar. And then uh, I thought, okay, I don't really give away too much, you know, any tablature or PDF, but, you know, uh, sight reading. Reading music is one of way of communication and great way to, you know, write it out. If you become a teacher, of course, you take a note. Same music, you have to take a note. This way, if you learn CDN, you know, song and uh, chord progression, you can write it out. You can write the melody, bass and whatever. So I started doing um, sight reading using guitar method book, which a lot of people hate. You hate this book, probably. <laughs> yeah, just because, see? Just yeah, this is kind of, a, you know, um, you know, you hear funny joke how to how to shut up how to turn the guitar players down means put the music in front of you know, right you know? yeah. yeah so when i said this is george i'm gonna show i'm gonna teach you sight reading george said are you sure people don't like read music <laughs> see i told him you see thing is i like to do it and and then if not that, that doesn't work i stop right how important is it to you? And in your videos, do you um, practice uh, improv as well with the lessons okay. that you give out? Yeah, how about this way? If you can play everything you want to play, everything you can handle, it doesn't matter what you have, what you don't, you know. Mm -hmm. So reading is not important in a way if you play well. But if you never taste about what, what is sight reading, why not? Just try, you mm -hmm. know. So I tell people, why not just try and you decide whether you like or you don't like, you know, and don't decide just because somebody said to you. See, that's the worst information to me mm. because some people has, you know, opinion, but that's only one that person's opinion. So, so to me, sight reading is another language to learn. Also something you don't want to do. That's mm. what you want to do. You don't want to, you don't want to avoid something you don't want to do. So I tell people, you have to find something you don't want to do and just do it. That way, no fear. And you have <laughs> more true. confidence. So now, check this out. This section, sight reading, it's top 20 of you know my guitar lesson, sight, you know, guitar wisdom. The reason is people avoiding, avoided this for many years. Now I, I explain how to do this thing. So people feel good about themselves because first they gave up and they can mm -hmm. do now with my instruction. This book is you, you cannot do by yourself. It's just yeah, like, would, you know, <laughs> just like, you know, yeah, run, running or workout. It seems easy, but if you do it your own way, uh, you know, two, three weeks, you quit. Yeah. You know what and I mean? But, but I just teach very detailed. So 
see, my purpose is teaching this to make people feel more confident. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, especially when George, they're walking yeah, through teach, it. You understand? Yeah. yeah, so the confidence doesn't come, up, come with naturally. No, you have to do something, and then you gain. You can't buy it, you know. I wish you can buy at the store, but you can't. Right now. So you have to make an effort. <laughs> then you realize, wow, I can do it. Oh, wow, I didn't know I can do it. So, yeah, I just teach something people don't do. <laughs> you know, so that's my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? exactly. yeah, yeah. But that, that is yeah. the eureka moment for a lot of people is it's when that, I think that's like the most beautiful moment, moment when you see somebody learn an instrument. I have people that come up to me all the time. Yeah, to ask, like a light up, you know, yeah. It, it, it's, it's completely euphoria when you see somebody, it actually clicks with them when they figure out and they have the key that opens up yeah. that next way through. But I think what's so great about the way that you're teaching, especially how you've pivoted from obviously still doing the in-person class as much as possible, but mm -hmm. doing the online platform is YouTube, you can get inundated with a lot of little clips on, hey, this is a five-minute video on how you can explore yeah. the entire fretboard and I can make you a genius. Meanwhile, you're not understanding the concepts that got you to that point. Right, and right. you're kind of just, it, it's like, it, it's like, what's... I don't even know what a good analogy of that is, but yeah. you're having all these things in your arsenal, but you don't know how to put it together. So that's good that you're you're chromatically yeah. going up like that. That's yeah. neat. Yeah, and, and, yeah. A very, and it clearly and a very works. It's that popular. <laughs> As I'm going through guitarism um, right now, um, yeah. everything's in chronological order. Like once you learn that one theory, it's already going to the next theory. Like you're not really jumping yes. around and trying right. to, yeah. you know, do some mix up stuff. It's 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 very well organized throughout the entire website, which is Thank fantastic. You. Yeah, but still, still, funny part is, still people really expect just everything automatic. You know, somebody complain sure. about you know, I I need more, exactly what to do. You know, but then I, uh, you know, I don't say exactly uh, what to do just because I only charge nine ninety nine. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Reason I I try to do this way. This way, anybody can anybody can learn. No sweat. You know, just you know, you can join. One month, if you don't like, you know, yeah, you can leave, you know, no problem. <laughs> Through your experience, yeah. what's the glass ceiling that uh, is really hard to break for the uh, average student? Like, what's that What's that one lesson that usually some or most uh, uh, students really get stuck at? And then once they break through it, it's more of like a, like Zach was saying, a euphoric Sure, sure, yeah. Most people, uh, for example, a lot of people want to play, say, like, you know, solo over the chord progression. And the people believe two things. I need to know scale more than pentatonic scale, you know, or I need to know theory so that I can, you know, play through it. But then most people really don't know about chord progression. <laughs> really, a lot of people so don't good. know chords so well, but they're believing I should know theory first. I should know, you know, uh, scale. That's correct. But the chord progression is really important, song form. Yeah. So that's why. I teach triad and yeah. chord tone playing, you know. So that's all uh, difficult to teach because first you have to learn very much triads, do mi so mi so do so do mi, yeah. you know, those things. It's kind of a boring because you have to learn all the way up the neck, you know, horizontal, vertical. But then I'm patient enough to teach that slowly. Mm. And that's usually. It just key to change. Even yesterday, two person I did uh, Skype, new, new, and each one, it's already just so much smile. 
after this. See, that's the, I love that. That's yeah, the pleasure I see because here. people had a trouble understand what to do because the both two really self-taught. And actually, one went to Berkeley even, and the other one is self-taught. He's he's actually actor. He's he's a seventeen, very pretty well-known actor, and wow. from California. And so you know, um, those two. Generally, they go to YouTube, watch YouTube, jam with the jam track and all that stuff. So it's just the same thing over and over, year yeah. or two, you know what I mean? So then that's why they, you know, ask my lesson. Then first lesson, concept I change. How you think about, you know, yeah. So, yeah, again, this is a lesson, so I can't really tell you exactly. But just usually I teach how to use amplifier, how to set mm. the guitar what to expect and then three things to learn first before the music so those things nobody talk about that no they don't yeah, no, they that, don't. that's something they that's don't. completely untouched yeah if i if i say the same thing like youtube then people go okay oh what this? <laughs> they don't come back yeah i know how to do that i don't right. need i don't need to exactly so, but, so, so that. that's why even youtube like and i teach a lot you know things but people don't learn from youtube because youtube is really entertainment Correct. Which is just Correct. good entertainment. Really great entertainment, you know. So they're trying to fit and, the uh, algorithm. <laughs> right. And also, you know, if you like Georgie, if you teach, right, you know, so best way to gain students is YouTube and Instagram. Mm. In other words, even great teacher, great you know player, if that person has a website, nobody what nobody look website. You know, no. in other yeah. words, people only go to somewhere they're interested in, and then those, you know, uh, Google thing, you know, you know, pop up something, and um, if you don't write with this, you know, you don't you don't get to know, you know. So that's why, as a business, you have to do every single day. You have to do Instagram. You have to figure out how to do that. I teach actually a lot of Berkeley students. I teach how to do Instagram. Most of problem Instagram is. People post something very out randomly, out randomly, and then they use too many hashtags that they didn't study. Mm. <laughs> Even hashtag we have to study. Mm -hmm. I mean, this you're is right. easy. I'm, yeah, I'm a social media manager, so I completely understand where you're coming from. Oh, okay. So then, good. Best way, like you know, pick somebody, maybe a little bit somebody better than you doing, you know, and mm. then maybe famous people, and then follow these people, right? First thing, you know, every day you see any, um, you know, good post, then you copy these hashtags and download to your phone. Then look at the 10 different hashtags on the computer. First, study. Then click this hashtag. How many numbers create these ones? Yeah. Most of the problem is people use just popular hashtag or kind of a stupid hashtag. And so, so many numbers. But if you pick so many numbers, by the time you did it, you know, you are a thousand below, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you have to find out not million, not hundreds, sometimes, you know, 35,000 or 15,000. These numbers, these numbers, if you use, then you your post stays a long time. Mm -hmm. and you don't people, want to have the hashtags in the oversaturated market because it's just going to get lost in that sea. That's right. That's right. But again. Not one way is good. You have to kind of mix it. So yeah. I would do kind of a popular one and semi-popular one around like a 10,000, 20,000 like that. Then your own idea. Do not 
put too many hashtags because if you do that, looks like you're trying to gain from something. So then once you do that, Instagram whole system, you know, kind of a kick you, kick you out. I think. Yeah. No, that I think it will. Yeah, because they don't want you to oversaturate the market and everything. Um, right. Exactly. It, yeah. If if that you know if you you know if you put too many hashtags, if that work and everybody doing great. What I'm a what? huge fan of with your lessons is that when you're uh, you were <laughs> saying earlier about teaching uh, not only you know guitar lessons in theory, but you know the actual amp, the guitar, the pedals, etc. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think yeah. that co- I think that's great because it correlates into the genres that you're really teaching because you're going from soul to jazz to R and B to blues, and mm-hmm. you know not every amp, not every pedal, guitar right, right. tuning is going to yeah, be yeah, important right. for those genres. Yeah, definitely. Guitar players generally. Like almost ten, ten to go one direction. Okay, I'm a strut guy. I'm a Les Paul yeah. guy. Yeah, oh, that's the guy. Exactly. PRS guy. And I'm Marshall guy. Yeah. I'm kind of Fender guy. Or you know, I'm a clean guy. I'm gonna overdrive distortion, but I'm kind of neutral. So that's why I go for nice clean tone so that I can hear everything. Then after that, I color something with distortion. And the funny part is, I have a lot of distortion pedal. I have a lot of pedal, but mostly. I'm known as a clean tone just because yeah. a lot of people go for more overdrive. So I just enjoy clean tone. That's all, you know. Simple oh, stuff. Cool. Yeah. The question I have actually yeah, go, 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 going go. into the gear stuff yeah. is so I follow you on Instagram and I see that okay. one of the, when you're doing like especially like the rhythm videos, you play a guitar with just the single pickup in the center. What guitar is that? Oh okay. because you have it on all body styles. I think oh, it's like yeah, the yeah. P90 right, pickup. Right, right. So 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 this one, right. Yes, yeah, those. So you got the single coil in there. Yeah, right? so this is what happened. This this was originally, uh, this was originally, you know, three pickups, regular three pickups, right? Okay. This is called Kanji guitar from, you know, Kanji Kawabata. Okay. You, if you follow him on Instagram, Kanji Kawabata, and um, he makes amazing guitar. Now, so, oh, a funny part, after the pandemic, right, every week, every month, I kind of decide what to do. So as you see, my business is doing really great, but still, everybody suffering, right? Something. For sure. So I have to do kind of similar feeling. <laughs> so I have to, not to torture myself, but uh, I decided what to do. So first thing I did, okay, this month, I only listen to Stevie Ray Vaughan. So every <laughs> like single that. day, one month, I only listen to one album. That, that's a great idea. And then a week later, I mean, a couple of weeks later, I only listen Cornel Dupree, and I listened to one album, you know, that way I really patiently every day I just listen one album. That way, only, you know, soak with one music, really, yeah. really strong. That's when I started listening strap. I like to hear more middle pickup. You see, everybody go yeah. front pickup, right? Because warmer. But middle pickup has something different sound more bite a little bit more brightness so i start doing it um playing middle pickup right and then i decide okay this month i think that's august i go one month i only play middle pickup (laughs) so i put the tape black tape on the you know strut switch then kanji soma you know, video says, Tomo, would you like to make only middle pickup? Because only middle pickup sounds better. The reason is not so much wiring. And yeah, then it's not a straight so much, there. You know, um, magne- magnetic field. 
yeah. no magnet, so it's pure. That's why I have that. Yeah. I've always noticed that. I was like, I've never seen that guitar anywhere. And then I saw you had it, I think I'm like, it's like an ES335 model. Yeah. I think there was. Yeah. So you have, do you have it in humbuckers and single coils then? Yeah, this one too, right? This is kind of crazy. Yep, that's the other one right yeah, there. Yeah, actually, you know, um, I just, yeah, this one. Nice. I love yeah. that. Gorgeous. This one, I always love to get this because very rare to have a one pickup, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's yeah, why this it's is called Gibson 330, oh, 330T. Oh, this no kidding. 90, yeah, this is 1959. Wow. wow. Yeah. So think about like if you buy 59 Les Paul, it's cost like a $250,000 like that. Yeah, it's a mortgage. It's a great <laughs> condition. This is like not, not like that. It's because this is not really... Super popular guitar. I hope know. you have insurance yeah, on that. Horrible, it's rare. Do you know my uh, my uh, student, former student, Michael Lemo, from yeah. you know, uh, Norma's Rare? Yes. You know, yeah. So that's where I bought this one. And then a few days ago, I did a recording for his records and one song. No kidding. Play this guitar. Oh, that's yeah. rad. So, so we expect that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So have you? So have you? Uh, I know you've purchased a couple of guitars from Norman's Rare Guitars. How how many do you have yeah, in the? Actually, Norman's I only purchased this guitar. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's. But then I I purchased. Yeah, yeah, I know. You if you follow my Instagram thing, um, I I bought this guitar from. Um, I bought this guitar. Uh, this is all original, three thirty five, nineteen sixty seven. I bought right this there. from uh, Rumble Seat Music. Where's that? Uh, from Nashville. Okay. Nashville. Okay. Yeah. And then this one, I only email just like I email you, and I ask a lot of questions. <laughs> so they send me a lot of things. Every question they answer me, I say, I'll trust you. I'll buy it. You know? <laughs> so this is like a really um, qu quite expensive guitar that I, I purchased w without playing. And so then when, when I received, that was perfect. <laughs> When That's unbelievable, live, yeah, really unbelievable. When, when you're playing live outside of like a teaching setting, uh, yeah, what is what is really like the the setup that you go for in terms of like your pedal board sequence and, and, um, and amp configuration? Really, really simple, you know. Um, okay, I I use kind of Fender type of amp, right? And so, mm -hmm. you know, um, Pro Reverb, Princeton Reverb, even like a you know, um, Music Master Bass amp. Yeah. And Music Master Bass amp don't have any reverb on. So if I do live now, probably I bring two bass, you know, uh, music master bass amp. I play. See, I like. Uh, I show you this one. Like this pedal, right? Lahiri. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, it's like you know, almost like um, basically you can plug your guitar and go to the two amps. Okay, it's and this the button. Seat. Okay. We had to cancel the hum. It oh, just, it so it has, a gate, it has a gate inside of it? No, no, nothing. No, no gate. Just, you know, I don't know. You have to look up. I can't really explain what it is, but. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, I can't explain but this But this, this one, this is the best, best, um, like, pedal that less noise among two amps. Anyway, really? so this is amazing, yeah. I use this all the time, yeah. So basically, I use, you know, uh, guitar going to that. But then. I have a reverb pedal, a few re different reverb pedal, and I have a Vemram. Uh, I can show you, actually. <laughs> it's like a kid being in a virtual candy store right now. This is yeah, fantastic. Zach, Zach is having the best time <laughs> of his life right now. 
Yeah, like that. This is my kind of pedal, you know. Well, so like th this is like this is more like a river, like almost like an analog reverb kind of sound, right? This is more like a digital reverb, kind of long setting yeah. reverb. And then this is my uh, signature pedal, Vemorum, John Rafael TF. Yeah, we made about three hundred pedals. Yeah, all sold out. And then this is Boost, right now Boost. You know, then sometimes I change here, but just yeah. three, four pedals like that. It's really simple. So is it safe to say in a live setting you're not going to bring the uh, the Centaur? No, I probably <laughs> no. no. I mean, I have one. I mean, I, I you I have, have one, yeah. right? Centaur's okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely. I mean, like this is an amazing pedal, right? You know. Yeah. I sure. mean, definitely. No. I mean, you know, really well made. You know. So if you compare TS9 like that, definitely, you know, high class pedal. But what pedal does like this one called One Control? I use lately. I use this one. Really nice. Yeah. And that. And what is that? Is that model after what the Centaur this, does? No, no. This is just an overdrive pedal. Light oh, overdrive. It's overdrive. Pedal. Okay. Lately, I use. Yeah. This is uh, called Silver B. I don't know why called Silver B overdrive. But the reason I have a John. The reason I play John Ray because yeah. what happened was years ago. Um, I don't know I, what I was playing, but anyway, so I was I, I was playing in New York, um, Iridium with a Matt Schofield, and Matt Schofield <laughs> used to use um, this pedal, you know, you know his pedal board. Yeah. Then so that night I thought maybe I should surprise him use this one, so I brought this one. <laughs> then I then I look at his pedal, board, I don't see this one, and then I saw John Ray, and I said, what is that? Oh, that's John Ray from Japan. Why, why using that? And that's really better than this. Like he said, that's why. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Technically, John Ray is better than this sound. You know, that's why yeah. I'm, I'm using John Ray. Yeah. Wow. And of course, I mean, there's so many different pedals like that. Oh, it's a rabbit hole for Cubeless sure. Yep. pedal. Wow, that's like, beautiful. So like, uh, you know, I have a lot of different pedals. You know, kind of fun things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my and um. Like this one, BJF, have you heard? No, I've never BJF. seen that before. BJF is um from Sweden. Sweden, mm. you know, beyond. He's um he's a he's an amazing guy who built you know, yeah. if you look up a BJF pedal, you know, you can find BJF. he's all handmade pedal. This guy, this guy does unbelievable about you know making amp or this, you know, yeah. Oh, he makes amps as well. Okay. Yeah, then this guy um he's a He's from Sweden, but his English is really well. He, he's really, really great exp, expre, expressing sure. English. So every week we have this long message, like email each other about the tone. <laughs> I mean, I love he, that. He, it's almost like all like, you know, guitar, amp, pedal, tone, you know, and then life, wow. life um, inspiring, uh, you know, you know, story. So like wow. he write like this, like this. And then I read <laughs> everything. Then I reply everything he said. Then he he write like this again. You know, <laughs> week later. So, you know, so every so week like, we just keep writing this long letter. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a CVS sure. receipt. That's a great relationship, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, and then he you know he really explain explain things like you know a lot great way. Yeah, and then, and then I, you know, he's really Mr. Distortion. He's great about the distortion pedal. And uh, he made actually this one. Um, 
he made a he made a um this is a this is just really light um like a fender type yeah head yeah one control so so beyond made this one then he made a kind of martial type so he like he you know he can make an amp too yeah he's genius he's really genius because most people like you know tweaking Mm -hmm. Tweaking is more like you know you kind of change something, change something, yep. you know, right? This guy, it's really about paper and a pen. <laughs> so he's like you know he's a genius. So he can write what he hears, what he hears with electrical parts. He can write like you know schematics. I know, I know, insane. So he does a lot of drawing. He think something and he draw. Yeah. Then he builds. Oh my God! That's I just know. A, yeah. I wish. I he's, wish he's I had a genius. That yeah. Oh my so that's why it's kind of fun to talk to him all the time. Oh yeah. I bet. I would love to see the email exchange. That must be be incredible just to read one of those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, long one. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, well, so I have a few friends like that. You know, we always yeah. come. You know, do the conversation. And uh, yeah. So many to talk about, right? Pedals, amps. Oh, it, you could go. Yeah. You could go all day with that stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a dark rabbit hole. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, you know, if not enough, we can come back again. Yeah, and uh, and then just in case, like you know, I have a CD. Like you know, CD means music. See, sometimes yeah. I'm known as a guitar teacher, but I have this blue sky. So if you go to Spotify, you can listen to some of the music, and this is actually fun because. This music and um, amp amp that I use is yeah. uh, I borrow from my student, my student former student named John Mayer. So uh, he uh, he sent me a Dumbo his amp, you know. Really. Yeah. So like yeah, so he sent me this Dumbo amp to the studio. So I oh can, wow! Yeah. So that was really really amazing because this recording I recorded in LA. So I couldn't oh. bring my Pro Reverb or Fender amp, mm -hmm. so I wasn't sure what to do, and I was going to do rent something. And then he emailed me, says, "If you go to LA, you can borrow my amp. Which one do you want to borrow?" Oh, God, that's the, <laughs> so that's the <laughs> dream. <laughs> I know. Zach's trying to get the signature PRS from him right now. Oh, well, he's now he changed to that, but the, back then he still he was still using two rock, right? So yeah, I, this yeah. is funny. He has a two three choices, Tomo. You have two rock, two <laughs> rock. My signature, I mean, uh -huh. John Mayer signature or yeah. Dumble. Which one do you want to borrow? Yeah, Dumble. You know. Yeah. yeah, you got you can't go wrong with the Dumble, especially Dumble, yeah. John Mayer's. Exactly. So, so I got yeah. So it's amazing. He ha he has a, some company. Who take care of his equipment? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So if he called a company, then bring any numbers of equipment. You know, that's amazing. amazing. Just this, this, uh, this evil vault of just all this great gear just being. Yeah, amazing. Because that in anything you know we need, like you know that company brings anywhere, then they pick up. You know, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So anyway, so that, that so this one. I only I use his amp and I use a 1965 Strat. Or, um, and plus, George, do you know this album, Pure? No, it doesn't look. No, familiar. okay. See, the thing is that you know that's fine because what happened is everybody's so busy. Everybody, you know, not not necessarily know everything about anybody. But mm -hmm. this album I made this long time ago, 2010. I pick. 
I pick all, you know, um, my favorite drummers. So this album, Gufo Drummers, that means oh. three songs each I play with. Uh, so, okay, bass player, his name is Will Lee. So yeah, Will Lee played nine songs, right? And then first three songs um, played by, you know, Steve Gatt. Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm definitely familiar. <laughs> yeah, so first three songs, Steve Gatt. Other three tunes, um, Bernard Purdy. Okay, yeah, look at the album yeah. right now on Spotify. I yeah. see, I and see, then I see, see Boy Back Bernard Home with Purdy. them. Yeah. And oh, then, God, that's amazing. Last three songs by Steve Jordan. Oh, God. It's a super group. It's literally yeah. a super group. Yeah. So this super was group of bench idea. players, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. that's great. You said that's 2010 you did that album? Yeah, 2010, yeah. 2010. yeah. And the Blue Sky came out last year, featuring Travis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so this one too, you know, you can listen to um, at the Spotify. You should try. Yeah. I'd play it right now, Absolutely. but I might get a check mark. From yeah. YouTube, so I can, so. if you can find this album, first three songs, Steve got. Next three songs are by Bernard Party, and then last three songs are by um, Steve Jordan. That must be amazing, just to tap those kind I mean, of drummers. Yeah, that was hard. I mean, definitely that was hard to record because everybody's yeah. so busy. So I only can hold these people only one day each, you know. So oh, so okay, so you're really getting yeah, yeah. So this is what I did. Like in New York, um, I ask each one to come. So one night they come, then we record three songs. Each three songs, I have an idea. First song, I wanna re-record you know guitar tracks and all that but then second third one more like a live you know so we just record right so that's what we did so when steve when we did steve gas steve gas showed up at maybe 8 30. i would say about 11 p.m he already left i mean he <laughs> that's did, pretty quick he does so for, quick. that's efficiency yeah. that's, that's exactly really efficient. he just you know first song called kyoto he plays a lot of different groove and then which one do you like tomo well, I love everything, but then we, you know, but then he did a really simple version, and then very, you know, after he did that, and then I say, can we do, um, you know, a little bit more brushes, you know, some different one? Then he said that was a that was a take because that was a take he liked. But then he said, I can I can do play brushes, you know, and then I asked Steve, so would you like to hear one more time? No, he didn't listen. He just played one. So he played once. He played twice and he done. That's awesome. Oh my god. Yeah. Then Willie said to me like this, Tomo, I forgot to tell you, but Steve does so quick. You know, like this. All right. <laughs> That's all not right. a bad so, thing. So. Exactly. So second song, right? I didn't even play whole song. I just explained. This is how it go. This is melody. This is section. Da 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 da. Mm -hmm. And we record it. So if you listen second song, that's one take. That's so oh, fantastic. Yeah. And honestly, Tomo, dude, brushes yeah. are so hard for a percussionist. Like I people say, Oh, that should be a little bit easier than sticks. No, that's a whole nother that's a whole uh, other beast to handle. Like right. yeah, yeah, so. the re yeah, the reason like Steve is great because that's the, he really he study, you know, yeah. Drumming by just you know snare, you know, just that for sure. Drum group, so yeah, yeah. So that was great, and then uh, Burn on the Party was great too. <laughs> it's kind of same way I did. One one night I play three songs, and the next day I fix one song. That's it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Over total, how long did that take to get on everybody's schedule? Did it take a was a well, long time? Well, that's it, actually it's really interesting. I started 2000, uh, 2009. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> 
eight or nine, March 17, and the end of March 18 of next year. Exactly. That was kind of crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, another, I took exactly one year to do it. That's yeah. not that bad. No, no. But, but just that's how much it took me finding a schedule. Oh, God. Yeah. To find because the schedule? Steve Gatt was doing uh, rehearsal with Paul Simon. That was great. I did that. And yeah. then Barnard Party, that was in November. He doesn't have any tour gig, so we did that. And then um, Steve Jordan, I keep calling, talking. He always said, oh, I'm not sure. He's always LA. He was, you know, you know, everywhere. So I can't. Then one, one day he said, yeah, I'm going to be in New York. When? <laughs> there you Do go. It. Like, like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's what happened. Oh my gosh, that's incredible! Yeah, but that was um that was my dream, you know. Those guys. So, uh, George, this album, you know, Lama Carter plays most of the drums, but then four or five songs are played by um uh, uh I completely forgot the name. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, James Gaskin. James Gaskin. Yeah. <laughs> So wow. that was too uh, my dream. I have to play with James Gadsom a lot, you know, good, good swing, blues, oh you know. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's everything you're as looking a, for. As a bluesman, that's, that's yeah. the dream right there. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so everything. But I, anyway, that one too, my dream, not only teaching. I love to play. So that's, for me, always difficult. How much to do this, how much to do But I love both. So that's why I keep working on it, you know. Was that always a goal of yours? I know we're kind of running close to time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Uh, but I just want a couple more questions because sure. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Kind of just took it down this whole another yeah, yeah. direction that I'm really excited about. But yeah, yeah. For you, you're you're a prolific teacher. You obviously you have access to so many great musicians that you can tap to do an album and have your creative projects. Um, where where do you have these moments? Is it more so on the teaching side or on the creative side when you're actually recording these things or playing live with certain musicians? Because did you always see yourself in the future as being a teacher at this stage of your life, or did you see oh, it? That yeah, that's that's a good question. I just I just didn't decide exactly, you know. And uh, I love side of a playing, but honestly, my personality, I don't like. Just being a musician because not steady. I like a steady. I, I have a family, so I have to be steady. So I like teaching side because teaching position you can create very steady than doing gigs, you know. And so gotcha. I think I, I wanna make a balance, you know. So now um my idea is so guitar wisdom is taking over really nicely. So that, that settled all you know financial you know uh structures there right really great so it means eventually i have more time i don't have to teach and i can really play out a few weeks you know something like yeah. that so that was always my ideal goal yeah this is actually funny too i listen people and i always remember what people said and i always <laughs> keep thinking it this is what happened when I was a student, I mean, when I went to Berkeley first, right? That was 1987. The next year, 88, first time I went to New York to see a lot, of, you know, gigs, you know. And uh, I went to see Kenny Burrell. And after the show, I talked to Kenny with my poor English. I didn't speak really well. But then this is what he said. 
I teach at the UCLA history. That's my main job. But teaching job allow me to do this summer here in New York. Wow. Freely because summer he doesn't teach. And then when I heard the story, I just heard a story. But then gradually, I kind of imagining, I, I think that's really great idea. You know, steady, healthy, steady, and then do what you want. But that's that's really great because it makes almost too much sense. <laughs> right. But again, if you don't like to teach, if you're not interested in teaching, then that's that, a problem. But I love yeah, to help sure. people. So, yeah. And then I, I think what happened was uh, um, when, I, when I was high school, we have a music program. And I already play guitar pretty good. So my music teacher told me, I give you A if you teach everybody in the class. Because we had a music class and some hours, not every time, but some hours we're supposed to play guitar, study guitar. So my job is really helping around everybody. So you kind of had, you had the intuition already that you had the groundwork for being a teacher. Yes, in other words, that teacher didn't teach me anything, right? He yeah. already said, you teach everybody. That was a lesson. Oh my God. I didn't know that till later on. Wow. Because he, he, he told me, I don't, I don't have anything to teach you because you play great. So <laughs> this is you do. You teach everybody. And that's and you made do. his made his job a little easier too. Exactly. So he then he go out and have a coffee like come back. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But then he, he, he's really, he's really like, you know, classical teacher that is really strict. You know, I remember one time he was kind of, you know, conducting the you know, whole band. And then he really pissed off. He started kicking like everything. I like, go, oh, wow, this guy is really amazing. Like I never expect that. You know. Anyway, so he he was my good music teacher that taught me, taught me nothing, but really taught me something. You know? <laughs> that's a... <laughs> yeah. So that's why the, you know answer to your question. It it's some see somehow from high school to go to Berkeley, I had a little bit that kind of a, you know, um, sense of teaching, helping people. And I like that. Yeah. And study with somebody great. And then, um, yeah, it's a, a lot of funny story too. Uh, and then funny part is, uh, yeah, when I was a student at the Berkeley, I got the scholarship, but of course the scholarship is good, but then we have to make a living, right? Correct. Living, living expense, so it's pretty expensive. So then I used to teach, uh, um, you know, before teaching, actually, I was students, second year. I was working at the cafeteria, mm -hmm. you know, serving food. And no matter what, do the, you know, the pay is so little, you know, like that. But this is not great. And then I start, like, you know, uh, working um, Newberry Street. Newberry Street is the street that has a lot of restaurants. I was looking for the job. And then every um, restaurant I ask, they they say no, you can't do it. I say why? Because you, you your English is not good. Oh, okay. And then I was kind of rejected every restaurant. But then very end, I saw a flyer says we are looking for chef. It's nothing to do with lesson, but this is how it goes to the lesson. Then I was yeah. like, okay. Then I go there and I lie. I can cook, and I got the job. Yes, <laughs> let's go. 
Bless so I got God. the job because I then that's how I get the more cooking. But then what happens? Cooking at the restaurant the weekend, I see the band playing. Mm. Makes me cry. I want to do that. Yeah. But then I was playing like you know a kind of pop rock band with the Berkeley people. Okay. And then I always tell people I want to quit this job, but you know I can't do it. Then somebody said, "Why don't you teach?" Because you play funky stuff quite good. Oh, then I was rehearsing. I was telling people, I love to teach, but we know where can I teach? Then drama was really nice guy. That he cut a little bit piece of a paper from newspaper. Says, this place is looking for guitar teacher. I call up. That's how I quit the restaurant gig. Oh, no <laughs> I would too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So cafeteria, restaurant gig. Then teaching music store gig. That's how it goes. Wow. That's my background. Yeah. Then teach so many people. Then difficult to teach, right? At the music store. That's why I start doing more. You know, better. Yeah. And then yeah. more. I did a little bit of wedding band, wedding. But then wedding band, I felt okay. Th- this is not good. Because, it's a grind. Well, just you know, pays good, but then you can't really play with a passion. That's then true. that's really not good for my feeling. So I did about year or two the wedding. I did, and then that's when I got married. Then I said, "Oh, I'm gonna quit wedding. I'm gonna do teaching. I'm gonna do really good job teaching. That way, I make better money than that." Then I was doing that. Then Berkeley asked me to join. Oh, amazing. <laughs> See, I did a preparation a little bit. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just right away. I was serendipitously, really struggle, you know. Yeah, for sure. So then, wow. 93, yeah. So basically, I did a guitar session. Then, year later, second time. So that's 1993. And um, Larry Bain, Rick Beckham, you know, as chair and assistant chair, said, come come down to the office, you know. I thought I did something wrong, you know. <laughs> and I went there, I want to hire you. Wow. Then that's how I got the gig, yeah. And after that, yeah, then I'll go, okay, I will do it, yeah. Wow, that must, yeah. that must have been amazing to hear that. Amazing, yeah. I mean, can you imagine you go to different country and then, you know, yeah, that part of places it. amazing school and then they ask you to teach. That's an amazing honor, you know. Yeah, Yeah. That that's something not many of us could ever relate to. I mean, that's, that's I can't imagine. Still, teaching. still, like, you know, so that's why still teacher at the Berkeley is amazing, yeah. I, I would say you're doing quite well for yourself, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then. Then, like, you know, you, you, you ask me a little bit about, you know, how I picture about, you know, performing or playing more, you know, live music. Yeah, live music is always, obviously, that is my, my passion. That's why after I got the gig at the Berkeley, then I figured out, okay, I'm not really known as a guitar player yet. What should I do? Okay, I should make an album. So that's why I made a put on your funk face, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that's my first album, 95, yeah. 96. And then I decided to go to Japan because I'm a Japanese. Why not work on Japan, do a tour? Then when I f- first time I went to Japan, I booked the gig. I thought that if I booked the gig, if I just you know announce it a little bit, maybe somebody come. No, no, no. Uh, you know, four, <laughs> four members, you know, four people, and then the audience was only six people. <laughs> that was a reality. That was a. We've all been wow. there. Nobody know me. Okay, but at least six people found out me. Okay, that's good stuff. So that was a real shocking, really shocking. Then I thought, okay, 
I'm going to do, maybe I use a little bit more teaching side. So I, I went to Rito Music, where a good publisher, you know, uh, who sells a lot of, uh, you know, instructional thing. Of course, when I went there, nobody knows about me. So I brought a whole pile of things. And uh, again, first time meeting, they want me to write an essay about the Berkeley. <laughs> of course, I don't, I'm not good at writing, you know. Okay. So if I write the essay... And um, first time I write, you know, then uh, editor said, this is not real essay. <laughs> <laughs> this is not real essay. It's torture. Oh and almost like, you know, almost this is like a, you're taking class about writing. Every yeah. time write, they fix me. So that's how I like, uh, that's actually how I learn writing. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Then I did a four, four week, uh, four uh, month of those essay, right? Then after the editor moved to making VHS cassette tape back then, that's 19, like, you know, eight, um, oh yeah, 90, 95, 95, 96, okay? So 97, they moved, he moved to um, making VHS cassette tape, I mean, a good tape, right? Then, uh, of course, I asked him, okay, I'm, I'm gonna do a blues, you know, uh, video, right? Yeah. Reject. I I was rejected because yeah. they they were making blues, you know, um, video. And about you know maybe six months later, I call up or you know email again, and I say I'm gonna make a funk. They reject me. Hmm. Second time. Then third time, I just call. How are you doing? You know that was Christmas. And he asked me, what are you doing? Well, I said, I teach blues and funk, but a lot of students not doing great about technique. So I made all technique related lessons, everything mm -hmm. fundamental, fingering exercise, rhythm guitar, metronome, very, very like, you know, um, unique in a way, not so much music, a lot of technique. He said, what do you say? Then he said, can I see that material? I start sending facts you know, crazy. Then yeah. funny part is they could not catch up with their paper because I send in so many, you know, <laughs> I probably, I probably send 50, 60 pages of paper. Right? Oh my gosh. Just yeah. kidding me. And after that, yeah. And this guy was making a classical guitar, you know, um, VHS. Uh, yeah. And he stopped and he made mine and that become number one in Japan. Hell yeah. In the instruction. No Hell yeah. Because this is because, Again, all, a lot of trouble. He always <laughs> asked me, he always trouble, yeah. He asked me nine, ten things, right? Nine, ten things to do because he thought that's really simple and, you know, clear, right? My personality, I prepare not nine. If you ask nine, I prepare 40, you know? Right, yeah, exactly. So I prepare so many lessons. Then, just in case, I write everything of what I want to say. Then I went to Japan and then, you know, in front of a director, producer, I de demonstrate. <laughs> Ended up, I keep talking about two hours and a half, you know, you know, two hours. And the producer said, you know, VH cassette tape only lasts 60 minutes. Oh my God, right. So we can't do this. <laughs> we can't so can feel yeah. everything. Oh no. Then, you know, producer went outside smoking cigarettes, came back. Tomo, let's do this one. Don't talk. We record everything and we write everything in a booklet. How many pages? 80 pages. So I wrote 80 pages booklet. 
Oh man. Because Japan, there's rice paper really thin, so mm, really yeah. tiny, fits on a VHS. And so that become popular because no joke, no talk in a video, everything exercise, yeah. everything booklet. Almost like, you know, a method book in a video, you know. That's kind of genius though. Uh, uh, harder. But just all accident turn into everything right. Oh my god. Then I made a series of it. Yeah. 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 And then I stopped producing other people. And then so I ended up I made Axelio your your guitar playing type of like a series. Ended up yeah. I made maybe myself maybe like a seven, eight different DVD books. So then you see, very popular through music. Music yeah. teaching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. that's an incredible story, I'll tell you. <laughs> so, that, so, like, so that I was kind of imagining, try didn't work, so I had to pull pull out some other yeah. idea. Then ended up I gained more, you know, um, fans that way. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great that you you came on to kind of explain that kind of that that trajectory that you had because, like you said earlier, uh, we're we're in a society of instant satisfaction. Yeah. And to hear people and well, not to hear people, but to hear you tell your story to so many people and to get the word out that it wasn't all easy. And aside no, from the fact it's not easy, but also a lot of things doesn't go well. That's why we surprise. Yeah. Which is and good sometimes and sometimes something that you think that might be a bad thing ends up being the thing that kind of propels you to be as successful as you are. Yeah. For example, right. If I get, uh, you know, blues DVD, right. Yeah. Then then what what happened was I become known as a blues teacher. Yes. <laughs> and only attract for blues blues audience. And then funk didn't work out well. So mm. then third one, it's like you know exercise video. Yeah. No style. That's why I become more popular in Japan, because no style means people, jazz people, rock people, heavy metal, everybody buy this video. That's yeah, why mine become really popular. Yeah, your demographic. Uh, that, that was great. Two, so, two rejection ones are really good for myself. <laughs> it's the third one. Your yeah. demographic definitely is amongst all the guitar players that I follow. You're definitely a person that they cite from all across different genres. Everybody can kind of take something from you and apply it to whatever they're doing. And it's not little itsy bitsy things. Yeah. I think well, big... that's that's my thing. My, I yeah. I know something really valuable that people miss it. So. Basically, what I teach is not same thing that people know. I teach something people don't notice. That's yes. where I just make them notice. That's my job. I just think it's fantastic that you've 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 shaped these students of yours and have taught them everything that you've learned through experience, and they have grown. A lot of them, it seems to be very successful musicians in the industry like you were saying earlier john right Man, that's well insane, the, 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 yeah the reason is i didn't really teach style of music i told you right? i i teach more foundation mm -hmm. that's why for example number one john mayer he's successful because he study things mm -hmm. people don't want to do like for example first lesson is play everything bright loud no reverb so that was his first lesson and I actually taught him a little bit of reading too to make him notice a lot of noise issue, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's why his technique is very clean. Hmm. It's just because he understand what you know what to go through to understand notice things, not just about 
information or many amount of hours of practicing. It's just a point. You have to know it. And he got it. In the first semester, every Tuesday 9 a.m., he never missed it. But, wow. but I taught him all details. It's an incredible no, philosophy you have. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it's no joke. It's just a lot of detail, you know. Mm-hmm. But he it, probably it, it, didn't want to hear sometime, but we did really detail so that he understood when he was 19, you know, yeah. But it is a two-way street. You have to be receptive as the student, too, to want to learn those things and understand. That's great to know that he, yeah. well, I mean, I kind of can figure that out because him teaching through his little excerpts that I've seen mm-hmm. is that he always kind of emphasizes in footstops to kind of play, to play clean and to play with nothing as a safety net. Yeah, right. Yeah, so so like you know, that's why I'm I'm happy that when John plays even really big, you know, plays, his nuance, you know, his time is so point, you know, really great. Yeah. Just because he understand um good tone. That's why that's why he <laughs> was so many dumbbells because he really has to understand you know, the, the good sound, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, and uh and then other, you know, uh and after that I taught Eric Krasno. I I taught Shemin from uh, Letters. So those guys become, you know, really the funk master, you know, kind of yeah, they're nice great. soul jazz. Yeah. Yeah. They're and so then, unique too. What's that? They're so unique too. So they're unique. Yeah, yeah. Again, these guys I taught really read detail. I remember, you know, Eric Eric was only eighteen, you know, uh, and Adam is probably eighteen. And Adam has a less fall. You know, he always is smiling. But I would tell him, don't do this. Why not? No, 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 no. Listen to this. You know, we use it. Yeah, it's, he, they were so cute. You know, cute. They are kids, you know. Yeah. So don't do this. Don't do this. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, we did a lot of hard work, really. One semester of hard work. We don't really, I mean, so back then, especially, we didn't really jam anything. We just did a lot of teaching. Play this, play that. No. This way, that way, okay, you know, it's a lot. What did you do? Did you do that? No? Okay, you should do this. It's just a lot, you know. So even now, it's the same thing. Okay, do you have any question from last week? Okay, you don't? Okay, you understand? Really understand? Okay. Right. Can you play this, 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 that? Oh, no. Mm. So that, I mean, you think you understand. Not really. You have to test yourself, you know. So, so really serious talk, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not totally. always smiling, but you know, end of a lesson we smile, but yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, it's a hard work. No, but that that's awesome. But I really appreciate you coming by on the podcast and taking the time, Tomo. Uh, it's oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, Everybody, yeah, check fantastic. out Guitar Wisdom as soon as you can. It is a small Thanks. price to pay, and you can get this wealth of knowledge immediately. Immediately. <laughs> well, like you know, it's it's a good way to do you know go through learn from somebody who really understand. I'm not just me, anybody, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because. Self-taught is just very limited, I -hmm. think. Some people like, you know, say self-taught, but then that person, even Jimi Hendrix, you know, West Montgomery, always people say self-taught, but they're surrounded by great musicians around them. So those people tell them what to do without, you know, official lessons. So really, actually, learn from somebody, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you so much for having me. That's great. And anytime right. we, we can do, you know, continue to do number two, you know. Oh, let's sure. Go. To have you back on. Yeah. yeah, or we'll do it in person when the world opens back up. That's Zach and I's plan to do this in person. Yeah, that's right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that we would. So we're both in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. So okay. 
maybe we can uh, link up and, and do something up in your area when the time comes. Yeah, I'd love to get out of the house. So. Yeah, exactly. 